0: The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back, boys and girls of Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, the hairiest beast on the planet, Tammy the Corn Shark Wrangler. Underwood. Say good morning, Tam. Good
1: morning, everybody. What a
0: fucking morning it is. We'll get into that oh, in a minute.
1: Hang uh, on, I gotta change the pat I gotta re-enter my password because Facebook keeps well, blocking or, me. I'm
0: still doing my hey, fucking intro, so do your thing. Out. No,
1: I'm gonna give my password to fucking Facebook because my password has something to do with me being Mrs. Todd Colehip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And on the phone, we've got Todd the Killer Cole. Morning, bro. Good morning from the zoo. (laughs) It's quiet there today, all in all. all. That's kind of shocking.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. They just had a momentary little moment of being quiet. They've been up since the crack of dawn yelling about football, which rapper beat other rapper, and then now they're having a hissy fit because somebody disrespected a guard. And these inmates, and I say that sarcastically because I think they should just be shot, <laughs> uh, they're upset because somebody had disrespected a guard, and therefore they're not getting their way about something.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, what a fucking zoo, man. Yeah. Jesus,
1: what a shit show.
0: No yeah. kidding. All right, guys. Yeah, I... it, it, it's. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you got it. Yeah, it's
2: just it, it's just a mess. Uh, these people have. This is not like any other prison. I mean, you go to Arizona, you go out to West Coast. It's a whole other species. This shit here is, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's a lot. Of, no lions, no tigers, but there's a shitload of, oh, my.
0: Oh, man, I, I'm telling you, like, every time I've come, gone out to prisons out here, it's it's not like what you're dealing with. Like, seriously. It, it, I'll tell you, even when I've been arrested huh. and been in county jail, which is, like, the fucking lowest place you can be.
1: Oh, my God, county jail sucks ass.
0: You know what, Bill? It was quiet. Like, uh, the, the pod that I was in for a day or two. Was quiet. The pod next door that was full it was a it was a mixed population of uh, of felons and, and misdemeanorers. Uh so you know, blue uh blue, blue jumpsuits versus uh Orange. Orange. They were even quiet. I mean, you might hear someone peep up every once in a while, but everybody's right. like, Yeah, no, this is just it's just a thing, not a big deal. Then Todd calls and we hear all the monkeys in the background.
1: Why, right, right. Yeah. So Okay.
2: And while they and, and
0: while while you have that, also please
2: understand that these monkeys like to show everybody their damn banana. Which yeah. nobody <laughs> cool. wants to see that shit.
0: Yeah, no kidding. I don't want to fucking see that shit. God right. Damn.
1: So can I handle this part of business first, Scott, before you go into your thingy? Do
0: your thing, man. Okay.
1: Todd, um, you you remember Cheryl, right? Our our citizen of Brutal Nation. Oh. She just loves you. You remember And i love to love her back? I was going to say, I know you do. But anyway, she said that she could hear kind of that you were down about things that are happening to you there. So she wanted to give you some love. So she posted on Facebook, our Facebook group, about how we need to send you some, you know, some love and everything. So she says, stand strong. We're here for you. Big hugs. And then. My buddy Brian. Well, just a minute. Kelly Winkler, another one of our fans, says, thinking of you heart. And then Brian Engel, he is like, he's one of our biggest fans. And Scott says he's his favorite because Jen Doll's crazy as hell. <laughs> and he finds shit that, that no yeah. one else can find. Like, yeah. he, he's
0: the one who found us all of your, uh, your Amazon reviews. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't yeah.
1: if I can't find it, Brian Engel can, and I always text him now because he gave me his number. It's like, okay, I need your help. I can't find this, and he'll be like on it, like blue bonnet.
0: He, he's fucking good, man, and yeah. a really great guy, man. He's got a good family, Uh, you know. His his daughter's just hella little, little tiny bit of cute in this world. It's just. I smile every yeah. time I see his pictures posted.
1: Yeah, so he says, Hey, buddy, I'm the guy who tracked down some of your old Amazon reviews. Hilarious, by the way. Stay strong in there, buddy. Just so you know, I'll be calling to tell those fuckers to give your tablet back. Hopefully, we'll act- they'll listen. So, yeah, we have citizens calling awesome. in to get your tablet back. So,
0: yep, we're on it. And, and, I, and,
2: and I rank them.
1: I know, I just like... Yeah, because it's like, you know, our fans will do things for us if we ask them to. So, you know.
2: I just want to be treated like everybody else in here. I mean, I did the crime. Everybody else did the crime. Right. All I want is to be the same as everybody. I'm not asking for nothing special.
1: Well, and that's you that's know? what I told them. I was like, you know, I said, this is what they did. I said, "He's he knows where he's at. He knows what he's done. And we don't condone what he's done. But he, he's not asking for special privileges. All he wants is the same privileges every other inmate has there. And so, you know, that's where we're at with that. Oh, and I'll tell you something else off the air, because I got in touch with somebody that you wanted me to get in touch with, your attorney. So, Awesome. Yeah, so Ooh. I'll tell you about that off the air, because it's private. <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm so over here rubbing my eyes. I know. It you're over
1: a, there sleeping. It's it, all good. It was a
0: rough fucking nightmare. All right, guys. I got one. And there's a story at the end of this whole presentation because, uh, well, we'll get to this first. Anyway, today I'm doing Daniel Cohen, and he was called the hog trail killer or the hog trail killings. Now, granted, he only got nailed for one killing, but... He's done way more. So let's get into him. You guys ready? Like nailed. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'm just uh, hog trail, hog tide. This this may I know go he somewhere says weird. Hog,
1: hog trail, hog tide, nailed. It's all there.
0: I know, and I've I've got my little bondage kit to prove it. <laughs> I know it's you sitting do. Sitting in my closet. I know you do. I, like to get I was out.
1: traumatized.
0: So. Welcome to 2023 in America. We live in a time where most uh, parts of a person's sexuality is accepted. And even when it isn't accepted, people just tend to leave it alone. Uh, It's become a real hot subject after all, right? I mean, especially here in the Pacific Northwest, you know, where you got got every sexuality from I self-identify as transgender to I self-identify as a dog. And that's like I'm not I'm not even kidding. I've seen people go, Hi, my name's Ralph and I self identify as a dog and a dude fucking dresses up like a dog and lives like a dog every day, which is
1: fucking well, awesome. remember Jack? She said I'm gonna self identify as a cow if I ever go to jail. <laughs> so my name's, ki- my name's
2: Todd and as the guy who's gonna kill My name's Todd and I identify as the guy who's gonna kill that
0: asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So I've heard all sides of the gay issue. Pro gay rights, no gay rights, but at the end of the day, we as a society no longer lock people up in a mental war for being gay or transgender. Of course, that wasn't always the case. It wasn't. So today we're going to be talking about Daniel Cohen. He's a conv- he was convicted of one murder, but linked to a string of homicides targeting transient gay men. And non-gay men, by the way, but we're going to get into that. I love how I wrote in the beginning because it makes me think of a line from a Def Leppard song. Which
1: one?
2: The, one, in the sounds beginning. like he broke. It sounds like he broke into something too.
0: he did. He was trying to break into
1: some ass. I'm <laughs> telling you. Hey, I,
0: I, I wonder if he approached them and started singing, "Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door." Oh, jeez. <laughs> knocking on their back door. Is that better? Yeah, you, know, you, gotta, you <laughs> got. You got.
2: You got. You got to really question. You got to really question logic because. You know, for years, you know, they used to stone them. Then they turned back around and they, they put gays in prison. Exactly.
0: Then they, which, which makes
2: no sense to me because, okay, you like men. So for your crime, we're going to put you where there's only men who are lonely and horny. Right. Yeah, that makes great logic. Um, And then, of course, now in, in, in 2023, they went from being stoned to getting stoned. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, it, it's never made any sense to me. Especially, I remember when I was in college, we we did a whole because in, in in the DSM there's a whole section on what's called gender uh, dysmorphia.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: And uh, yeah, and it, it was a mental condition. I think since then, I believe it's been removed from the DSM. Uh, well, I
1: think gender dysmorphias might still be in there because those are people who haven't really accepted. You know what I mean.
0: It might, I just can't I can't quite remember Yeah But you know like, it, yeah it, If somebody it, yeah. If somebody was gay Or lesbian or, or or trans They went to a mental ward You know And they were treated Like the lowest of the low Because Of their Proclivities For You know Like I said Being gay Being trans Whatever And it says it's, it's, In this day and age We look at it And we go That's fucking ridiculous But keep in mind Guys back then People would look at that And go Okay This is One of these things Is not like the others And and historically, throughout every culture, every culture has really gone above and beyond to get rid of what is not the same. If that makes sense.
1: It does. It does. Why oh, I okay. see what you're doing over there. Okay. He had a he he took a pause and I didn't catch the, you know, diagram. you want to know what I took a
0: pause? A big one? Cause I'm, I'm a, a polar, polar bear. bear. You'd have to see the polar bear paws, and you will when you get out of here. Anyway, <laughs> Daniel Owen Cohen, Jr. was born May 11th of 1954.
1: Wait, in wait, 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 his name was Daniel Owen Cohen? Yeah. His parents hated him from I the I think beginning. that's an awesome name. It
0: flows, man. It's it, like he. It does. It, it's like he's a rapper.
1: Yeah, kinda. He, Owen it,
0: Cohen. If he wasn't in a Florida prison, hell, I'd invite him for part of my rapping posse with you know <laughs> obscenely <laughs> white notorious pig and gangster goat. Gangster
1: goat. <laughs> I gotta find a gangster. Wow. Goat now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor yeah. Todd, you're hey, in for a I treat today. Gang- I
2: have a I Hey,
1: I have seen a gangster
0: cat. Get the fuck out! Really? really?
2: I, yeah. No, really. Uh, a bunch of Mexicans on the West Coast, a bunch of batos, took a hairless cat and they tattooed the shit out of that kitty. Oh my god, that no is way. the most badass. That cat looks like it would seriously fuck me up.
1: If probably... I would have
2: talked back to that cat, it's like I will. No, I'm giving you canned food, whatever the hell you want, because this cat would probably roll you in the in the parking
0: lot. You know what? It probably
1: would because badass. it got. They tattooed it. It probably pissed the fuck
0: off. You know what kind of cat's actually scare the shit out of no. me?
1: Have, I,
2: Brian, have Brian Google tattooed cat. I'm going to. I'm telling you. That photo is well known. That photo was wow. out there.
1: Now, yeah. Brian can do it. He'll listen to this episode and do it for us. Then, it,
2: <laughs> then again, what you say, then again you won't believe what you might see when you when you type in tattooed cat. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's,
0: that's fucking. I right right
2: think I mean, be prepared, Brian. Be there's
1: a prepared. couple. Of, there, there there
2: there's a couple out
0: there that has got the little tattoo proudly owned by TK. You know, ownership <laughs> has its privileges. <laughs> right, right. I'll tell you the cats that scared the shit out of me. So I was over at Dawn's house. This was uh, it's been over a year now. I mean, it, it was a couple of years when I first seen these. Seen these. And uh, she had this roommate, and her name was Lexi. And Lexi had two sphinx cats. Those are the hairless cats. I had never seen one in person. Those goddamn <laughs> things looked like Dobby from Harry Potter. They scare, I'm, and, and they're really nice. They're like, hey, pet me. I'm like, uh, no, no. What the fuck is wrong with your cat? Oh, it's a hairless cat. There's only one hairless kitty I care about. And it's not laying on your couch right now going meow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's
1: not right. Right, right. Things are
2: fucking terrifying. If, so, if, someone,
0: if, someone, if
2: somebody owns a sphinx cat, does that make them a spinker?
0: Made me light my cigarette on the wrong end. Jesus Christ, Did God. you
1: really? Dork. He's so dumb today. It happened.
0: <laughs> fucking A, man. Yeah, uh, those things are hideous. God. Hey, 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 Scott. Scott fucks up a lot of shit. I mean, he gets he gets blow and suck
2: confused all the time.
1: Dude, I'm telling. Hey, you. Man,
0: I got to make money somehow. Don't don't judge. Don't judge. That's all I'm saying. Don't judge.
1: Look, wrong hole. <laughs> no, so hey. <laughs> I want to shut up,
0: man. <laughs> I don't to go with that one. Okay, let's get on with Daniel
1: Owen Cohen.
0: Okay, so anyway, he was born. Like, uh, uh, May 11th of, of 1954 in Charlotte, North Carolina, and he was raised in a middle class family. Well, shortly after he was born, his family decided they're going to move to Punta Gorda, Florida.
1: Where the fuck is that?
0: No fucking idea.
1: You didn't even look it up? No. Okay, good I, job.
0: I ain't got no time for that. I'm blowing and I'm fucking doing my work. I, <laughs> I work in the street. I ain't like got a time home. for that. I know I do work you like a hoe. <laughs> You've been working the whole band like we're hoes, getting ready. I'm, I'm thinking that I had to sit there and wear fishnet stockings up on stage. Going, I'm just doing this to try to get through college.
1: <laughs> hey, today's last Tonight's live yeah, yeah, show. Uh, before...
0: We know. We know. Huh?
1: No, I was gonna say tonight's live yeah, show want to before you guys bad. go in the studio. No, no you're fine. we got
0: two shows. We got this one and we got the one out in uh, Oregon City.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot about next. He's year. wearing. You're right. Yeah, we. He's my... wearing
0: fishnets. He and, is. Uh, uh, under the jeans, he's got fishnets. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing underwear right now, and I'm wearing. I'm uh, below my underwear. I'm getting ready to do the Marilyn Row and start singing "Happy
1: Birthday" and stand over birthday? a blowing grate.
2: <laughs> hey, oh, it's got just a little tip, <clears throat> you know, bro to bro, just trying to help you out. Uh, the open flap goes in the front, not the back.
0: <clears throat> God damn! I always miss something. I hate when they grab my ears. I know what I'm doing.
1: Well, oh my God! This is gonna, this is gonna take a whole different turn.
0: Part seventeen of this episode because we're all fucking like, Jesus Christ. This could be a good day. Go, go, Scott, go. That's what he said too. Anyway, see what happens. Todd gets me going on this shit. Anyway. He said that when he was a teenager, he knew that he was gay and that and that really, I mean, really pissed off his parents. Cause you know, it's it's the South. It's it's fucking Florida. They're from right North here? Carolina. We're talking he was born in fifty-four. Oh, okay. So yeah. you gotta figure he was a teenager in the sixties.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well sixties and seventies, yeah. Right,
0: right, right. So like I said, keep in mind here, it was probably the sixties and homosexuality was still considered a mental illness, like we'd said before. His parents would send him to several places to treat him being gay, not but homosexuality, but you know he wanted to smoke bowl.
1: well yeah, those gay those gay camps
0: right, like pray the gay away and things oh. like that, right
1: oh my God, they still have those, but go ahead
0: that's fucking ridiculous, and I feel that it, it that's where he really started to break down uh you know that That kind of action really breaks down a normal family bond that a child should have with their parents because you can't trust them, right? You really can't blame them, though. I mean, no one really knew much about psychology back then. Right. We were just still coming, you know, I mean, psychology really didn't start coming into fruition until, like, the 40s and 50s. Right. So now we're talking the 60s into the 70s, so there's still so much for everybody to learn back then, right? right?
1: Exactly, because psychology really didn't come into play until Freud. And we know that right. Freud said, everything you think about, you want to sleep with your parent of the opposite sex. So there you yeah, go. Pretty much, yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyway, I got to give our boy Danny Boy here credit because he would tell everybody that his sexuality is not a mental illness. And he was ahead of his time then. Good for him. Yeah. Well, okay. uh, he would also say that being gay is part of God's plan as well, which I believe that if you're a religious person, I'm not. None of us here are, except for Tammy. Um, you know that it, no matter what your religion is, your sexuality is part of any God's plan. It has to be because it's nature. He would later say he was traumatized by his parents' reactions to his homosexuality, right? Which I agree with. Yeah, me too. Okay. Daniel graduated from high school in 1973, the year that I was born in Miami, Florida. Um, I keep seeing something out of the corner of my eyes. Just my fucking cataract it's great um i read that his uh, classmates described him as a loner and while he probably he, he would participate in school activities it was really sporadic like you know just kind of here and there and in 77 he joined the navy in the navy which makes <laughs> a lot of sense to me now check this out tammy's cousin well, is that's in the- the, it's where the seaman is that's what I was going to say. Tammy's Dude. cousin is in the Navy, and I'm pretty well, he, sure he's, he's gay. i don't so.
1: now, but yeah. So yeah. you know what that is? That's... Same <laughs> see the he is, He's same not shape. gay. You're just saying that because he he. I have that picture on Facebook about him eating that chocolate-covered cock and balls from voodoo. But yeah. He is gay <laughs> as
0: gay. He was on that ship saying, I hope you're going to see I don't... Give a sh- sh- I don't...
2: <laughs> Look, I don't give a shit. What the hell... hell... That ain't no ain't no straight dude ever gonna eat no ain't no chocolate cock and balls. I mean <laughs> not, no.
1: no. There's a lot of, of, there's a lot
2: of things you, we just don't do.
1: Right, no. my cousin Kyle will eat anything chocolate covered. Anything. I Including mean. cock and balls. That's why he's gay. <laughs> Love you, Kyle.
0: <laughs> Keep blowing dudes, Kyle, in secret. So does, and so does the Navy. I think Kyle yeah. should just come out of the closet to his wife and his kids and say, "Look, man, I'm at bare minimum bisexual, uh, and I like having cock and balls in my I mouth." I was
1: gonna say the guy has five kids; <laughs> he doesn't know where they come from, apparently. But oh, yeah, no, he knows. He knows. But on the <laughs> side, he's sitting
0: there going, "Look at him! Mm, I'm sure he works out." Excuse me, are you a Scorpio? <laughs> come over here and sting me. <laughs> Looking good in the navy. <laughs> Sorry,
2: God. Hey, I had a I, I had a I had a friend of mine that I didn't know he was gay until he decided to come out to me, which I was like, "Really, bro? You could have, you know." But he uh, he had a wife, couple kids, drove a truck his whole life, and uh, he come he he come out of the bar one day, like, you know, he 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 loved me. I'm like, "Yeah, I, I'm cool. Yeah, love you too, bro." No, I really love you. Yeah, bro, watch the game, drink your beer. He came home. <laughs> I'm like, no, "No, no, no more, no no, no more beer." Well, then he finally came out that he was gay. Well, nobody really gave a shit, okay? It was like, all right, well, you know, just keep your lips off my beer and off my dick, and we're good. And uh, he started wearing this T-shirt around everywhere that said on the front, you could drive a truck for 20 years and not be considered a truck driver. On the back, it said, but suck one dick,
0: dot, dot, dot. Oh, hell no, you can't can't wear that shirt (laughs) Oh, I would let him. I would have so much fun at the bar with him. Holy shit, we would have a blast, dude. That would be fun. Me, you, and your friend—not a—not a threesome. You sick fucker. But going out to a bar with him wearing that shirt—that would be fabulous.
1: Okay,
2: I was trying to pick up women at the bar, and having a gay guy with you is is okay. But having one that is absolutely wearing that shirt—um—nah, bro. We knew that we need to tone that down just for a moment, because. Uh,
0: you're messing up the pattern. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He just wants to give a, diff, a different person his baby batter. All right, here we go. So anyway, as we all know, this is still the time when the military, uh, if they know that you're gay, that it, they'd, they'd kick you out. You don't want the, the military to know that you're a pole smoker. Because yeah, they're like, right. out of here, motherfucker. Yeah. That's what happened to Daniel, by the way. He was nearly court-martialed when it was found out that he would take Navy officers off base. To have sex with him. It seems like he was just learning more about the semen being in the Navy, but I disagree. You know, he was just learning, <laughs> this is the semen in the Navy. It's my education. Hello. And the Navy's like, no. Adios, pachachos. You're out of here. Adios. He was discharged a few months after this discovery, by the way. Like, they, they found out within a couple of months they're like, get the fuck out. So Daniel stayed in Chicago where he was uh, stationed for 13 years. <laughs>
1: Somebody knocking on your door? Are
0: they yeah, these out? are some rude
2: assholes around here.
0: <laughs> what a dick. Anyways, he stayed in Chicago for about 13 years before he moved back to Florida to live with his now elderly parents. So, Daniel wasn't dumb by any stretch of the imagination. He went back to school and became an LPN, licensed practicing nurse, uh, graduating near top of his class. At the Charlotte Vocational Tech Center. This is in Florida. Now we're in Charlotte County, by the way, not in North Carolina. Right, right. Okay? He quickly found a job at the Charlotte Medical uh, Center as well, right where he graduated. Pretty close, right? And I got the feeling while researching Daniel that he still felt like a loner or an outcast, even at work. I mean, being gay even in the 90s, because now we're into the 90s uh with his story. Right. Wasn't something that was widely accepted, although it was more accepted than it was in the seventies and the eighties and the fifties and the sixties, right? Yeah. So he did what any uh guy in his position would do. He sought out like minded people by going to gay bars. Which makes sense. If you're gay, you well, go to a gay bar. Of course. You know, birds of a okay, feather flock see together. A problem here. Yeah, me neither. I so far. Say, yeah. So far everything's golden. We're just getting his backstory. <laughs> so, he'd go on to say that he learned that there was a lot of hitchhikers on Highway 41 between Northport and Fort Myers, Florida. Wow. And a lot of them wanted to have sex for money. Okay. that's hey, com- That yeah, was common, too, back then. It's common now, man. That's I, I true. Mean, that's true. Uh, you know, being uh, a hooker, male or female, that's the oldest profession in history. Well,
1: you're a truck driver. Are there still lot lizards out there?
0: I'm sure there are, but honestly, I don't study oh, yeah. truck tops. Um, oh,
1: Okay, because I was gonna say, don't you go to like uh, trucks, like TNA's and stuff like that.
0: TAs, yeah, I, I do. I get fuel or I'll get coffee, but I'm like in and out. I oh, Okay. I mean, if I remember being parked at night, I've actually. Before we go on, I'll tell you guys some some hooker stories. So when I owned my own trucks, Jake was on the truck from with me for a while, and uh, <laughs> what I used to do with his baby bottles is I would take I, I had two or three empty ones that I filled up with like some colored water, and put them right. In my on my dash with a small light flashing on them, that way there it kept the hookers away. But this was the best. I had my girlfriend at the time, Autumn. She's on the truck. We're going cross country, and we were down in uh oh, it's Arkansas. God damn it! Um,
1: <laughs> Not Batesville.
0: No, their are their main fucking city. God, uh, Little, Little Rock. Rock. Little Rock. We're in Little Rock. I'm in the back, and I'm sitting in the front I'm doing my logbook and. Uh, this hooker knocks on the door. She says, hey, honey, you want commercial companies? I said, hold on. And I turned my head around. Babe, do I need commercial company? She says, no. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> okay, bye-bye. And she fucking walked the fuck away. I laughed so fucking hard. Dude,
1: that is hilarious.
0: So, anywho, he's checking down these guys, right? Uh, sex for money. And I guess it was a good trade for him. A ride and a few bucks. And he'd get freaky with a random guy. Hey, don't judge, by you the way. What? Don't judge. That's his dealio. I was cool. going to say, who of us have not slept with Rando? But go ahead. Not me. I'm a virgin.
1: Liar. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm you have really you know. got the box it came in.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, believe me. I came in a lot of boxes. I'm like a manufacturing plant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Scott, one, Scott got approved. his cherry
1: popped a long time. When he was like 28, I think. <laughs>
0: You're a dick.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding, people. I'm just kidding.
0: Okay, let's hop into what he was actually convicted of. That's his whole backstory. Yeah, let's the Hog do it. Trail killings. Okay, so Danny Boy here was convicted of one murder, but he's linked to several more, including the murder of eight people that has that have been named the Hog Trail killings. So there was a total of eight bodies. We didn't. I'm not going to go into all eight bodies. I'm just going right with mainly just two of them that they found that they got him and nailed him. Okay. All right. There were two. counties said he was only convicted of one. He was he convicted was... of one. Yeah, he was only convicted of one. Hang on, we'll get there. Because <laughs> that's all the link linking Okay. and we'll we'll get into why in here in a minute. So, anywho's, check this out, guys. There's two county workers, right, and they're taking a break and they're working towards the hog trails. And this is what this place is actually called, the hog trails, because of you know pigs. Uh, the hog trails got their name because uh, you guessed it, hogs, wild fucking pigs. I was gonna
1: say, are the is it the boars out there?
0: You're a boar. Anyway. (laughs) Anyways, they were out setting up some traps, and they came across a skull of a person. So they went and they called the cops. The cops came out with a forensics team and recovered the skull. Then they started looking for the body that belonged to the skull. And what they found was not only the body that they were looking for, but a rolled-up carpet pad, and inside the pad was another goddamn body. Holy shit tons, Batman. This was one that had all of his pieces, though, so I guess he didn't lose his head over the whole ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was rolled up
1: in a rug. The hogs ain't going to get him.
0: No. Uh, the, the, the first body was decapitated and was in a serious uh... state of decomposition, decompos- com- so he's been out there for a while. Wow. With the other body... uh but the other by that gave the cops a chance to look for and obtain more clues. So they started searching the area, and even more, uh, they started searching the area, right? And they came up with, like, pieces of rope and other things like fibers and pieces of cloth, wow. hairs. You know, the, the normal shit.
1: Yeah, the normal CSI crap.
0: Right. They had a ton of wow. things that they found. Empty, but the, what? Empty K.Y. bottles. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think Danny Boy was a no lube kind of a guy myself.
1: Uh, ouch! Go.
0: I think th- I don't.
1: I, my buttholes puckering. Stop.
0: I think he said, "I'm gay. I'm not bi. Bear down, bitch. I'm going to dry." <laughs>
1: oh, we're
0: horrible. That's terrible. This is because I woke up. This just hey, fucking great. Gay. Morning. gay, gay. Fucking around with gay people scares me, because here's the thing. Any guy who can look at a 12-inch dick and smile scares the... You can't hurt him. I ain't fucking with you. One of the scariest porns I ever watched, man. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> flicking around, and it was one of the bi porns, and I didn't quite realize it at the time. And one dude was small, like he's any bitty, right? And there, it's a threesome porn. Everything's going good, and this other dude was a big guy with—he had a tree trunk. He didn't even have a penis. And the <laughs> other, guy, I'm like, dude, that's bigger than your leg. And now I'm screaming at at the screen, going, "Run, run! Don't let him! Oh, you're not going to really! Oh, oh!" oh. And like, I'm pretty sure my butthole started bleeding. I was crying.
1: I'm over here puckering. Yeah, go. I was terrified. (laughs) It was terrible.
0: I'm I'm traumatized.
1: Me, you know what? I'm glad he didn't send me that one because you know he sends me the traumatizing ones.
0: I couldn't, man. I was in a fetal position, crying, (laughs) just rocking back and forth. I want, I wanted to send that guy a fucking get well soon (laughs) card. And for the first time in my life, I wanted to actually put it in there, and I'll pray for you. Like, because, (laughs) damn, buddy, can you even walk? Fuck. So anyways, they had a ton of the clues that they had found, right, but didn't bring them any closer to finding out who killed these people. I know that's not saying much since, uh, you know, we've seen on several occasions where cops are are talked to, uh, you know, uh, by the killer. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, go away. Yeah, you didn't do this, buddy. Yeah. Like Carol Cole will yeah, never forget. But him. I was thinking of when I wrote this. Yeah, And the killer is sitting there. Hey, I killed this guy. And the cops, however, yeah. are looking, uh, you know, with uh, the rest of the cops going, hey, uh, No, sir, you need to go away. No, yeah. I'm the murderer. Go need, away. Yeah, you, you need, need to,
1: need to step aside. This was not a murder. It was, you know, suicide.
0: <laughs> that rolled up. Yeah, I remember that one. However, that's not the case with these cops here. Yeah, I'm shocked myself since it's Florida yeah Uh, on top of that when a body is left outside for uh uh, left outside it poses a few issues for the cops in this case you have this is the guy who's decapitated things like animals that live in the woods and the weather the animals that Uh are scavengers are looking for a free meal served up and ready to go the first body that was missing its head would have been way easy for, you know, a, a family of scavengers to kind of grab and go. Have a four-star dining experience. Because it's already exposed. The blood's already out there. The head's removed. It's easy for the everything to get in, right? Then there's the weather. You know, hurricanes blowing into town, drowning everything in the woods. The winds are blowing harder than an ugly hooker when she needs to pay rent. Waiter! Can I get a headless guy to go in a doggy bag? Then you have the... But joining in to do what they do as well. There was one thing that the cops found, though, that they did find that helped them. And it was a tattoo that was a bit unusual on the victim. Todd, are you still there? I yeah, I was with oh, It got, saying, I it got super, super quiet. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear the monkeys in the background. All, oh, fuck, this thing dropped it. What the hell, man? Yeah. Bastards.
1: What's the time limit? No, I'm just
0: I'm just listening to it, trying to trying to, trying to understand
2: what's going on here. Because I mean, I'm I'm familiar with dead bodies, and yeah, you, yeah, but they get eaten up pretty pretty quickly. They right, got about right. a week week
0: week and a half max. Yeah, I was just I, I was just looking at this going, wait a minute, we're only at a half an hour, and why did they cut out? It anyway, does not a lot though, but yeah. it did. So they found this tattoo that was. Uh, unusual on the victim that had the missing head. That's the one that's in far state of decomp, right? They're finding nothing but patches of skin yeah. and, and bone. I say missing, but keep in mind, they found the head. So, I guess the guy with the found head is where they found the tattoo on his body when they kind of, you know, wow. played a puzzle piece with them. What was the tattoo? Ah, uh, shit. I can't even remember, to be honest. I didn't put it on here.
1: Oh, wow. Shame on you!
0: Yeah, um, I, I don't think I could even find what the tattoo actually looked like, but I had to finish this up in a hurry because yeah, I mean time we've is been straight. so yeah. busy
1: all week, but yeah.
0: So back in those days, cool. the news stations were not full of shit like they are today. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. We all know, and I don't care what political party y'all belong to out there. If you're conservative or you're no. liberal, every news station has a political agenda. Yeah,
1: and it started when Clinton was in office, basically.
0: <laughs> can you define the word it started it started with
2: with, with george washington let's get real it started with george washington
1: well yeah the news station started changing in 1968 when apollo 13 was orbiting and they got stuck in orbit and they didn't know if they'd come back um that's when it got more invasive with people but yeah in it it got more political back when Clinton was in office. I so. agreed. Yeah. So
0: the cops, though, they went to the news station to ask for their help, and the news station showed the tattoo of the dead guy, and said, "Hey, the cops. You know, call the cops if you know who belongs to this tattoo." I think that is. Uh, I think that if that's the same story, wait a minute. What the fuck did I? I think that if that. What the fuck? I can't even write anymore. Jesus Christ. Anyway, if that same story was uh, you know, presented here in 2020, 2023, the news stations would throw it in uh, that it was a racist crime or their own political agenda would be attached to the crime yeah, if it happened exactly, today.
1: exactly, exactly.
0: Anyway, sure enough, someone did, in fact, know that tattoo. Wow. It was the sister of the victim, the one with the missing head, and she called the cops and said yeah. that she knew the victim, and his name was Kenny Smith. So, okay. So Kenny was a hobo of sorts. He lived on the streets most of the time. Oh, excuse me. The cops got a hold of Kenny's dental records cuz he had been to the dentist like within 2 or 3 weeks of him dying. And sure enough, they confirmed it was him. But they still had the other body to identify. So they're they're getting closer. They're getting closer, but they still don't know who 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 off these two. Okay. So the body they found rolled up in the carpet padding had ligature marks on his wrists and ankles, and his genitals had been removed. So he oh, took a different kind of head.
1: Yeah, he emasculated him. Like, what's Totes. his name? Um,
0: uh, Randy Kraft. Yeah, well, Randy Kraft and, of course, um, Fish. Fish. Albert oh Fish yeah, Albert same. Fish didn't that.
1: Bonin do it too, or Bonin,
0: no? Yeah, boom. Bonin did it. Yeah, uh, several serial killers have done that.
1: Holy yeah, holy crap tons. Yeah.
0: So this this one this one has not. <laughs> no, that's As true. Todd no, has not. <laughs> I, will, I, I will point that out. Todd did not emasculate anybody. Todd,
1: yeah, he did not defile anybody's body.
0: He didn't rape anybody. He didn't yeah. kill children. So if y'all are going, wait a minute, Scott's bro being a serial killer. No, he didn't. He just, he shot motherfuckers. Okay. Yeah. So ba- all get, of them adults. Get up off our dick over that shit. Yeah. bastards. I'm all mouthy today, man. I woke up in a bad mood. And, he is mouthy. And he's mouthy as fuck today. Yeah. Anyway, the medical examiner was able to get his fingerprints. <laughs> and he was identified as 21-year-old Richard Montgomery. Now, although the cops were able to find out who uh, these guys were, they're still no closer to finding the the killer. So between 1994 and 1996, three more bodies were found between Sarasota and Charlotte counties, all with the same modus operandi, the same MO. They've been tied up, mutilated, and strangled. The cops knew that they had a serial killer and he needed to be stopped. Like, we got to stop this crazy motherfucker. So I think that they probably talked to uh, uh, Rochester PD and they said, yeah, dude, you'll fucking take care <laughs> of this shit. Right.
1: <laughs> right.
0: So I say that I think there are times when cops say, fuck it and let's keep, let him keep killing. There are. And we've seen that where cops are like, yeah, fuck it. We don't care. Eh, he'll stop when he stops. But not this time here, right? Yeah. So, Detective Rick Hobbs, and that is a detective name if I've ever heard one in my life, by the way. That sounds like he's a hardcore detective. Called a profiler, profiler in, and the, he did indeed confirm, yeah, dude, this is a serial killer that you have here. And so they formed a task force to find the killer. The cops used the news again to find the serial killer. And guess who came forward? An inmate by the name of Donald Palmer. So he came forward while he's in jail and he was poten- he was a potential victim of the serial killer and uh that they're looking for cuz his story matched up almost perfectly with things that they hadn't released to the media as far as you know like t- tied up and and things like that um he said that he was yeah. approached by a man in a parking lot and offered 150 bucks to pose nude for a guy he was told that the pictures would involve bondage and being tied up see same thing well, Donald needed the money because he was a hobo himself, right? Right. Uh, so he said, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, what could go wrong? You're in the woods with a strange guy after I'm tied up, right? I mean, nothing can go wrong. That's it, it, same same. That's it's <laughs> Right. So on their way to this photo shoot, they got stuck in the mud, uh, and that would lead them to where Danny Boy wanted to go. Like they're, they're on their way, right? They're on this little dirt road, and they get stuck in the mud. So some people saw that they Either were stuck. Either way, they're going to get stuck in the mud. Yeah, people are getting stuck in the mud. Yeah, Dan- Danny boy wanted to go mud bogging. <laughs> He's taking the muddy road right. home. There's a storm outside. I'm taking the mud road, the dirt road. So some people saw they were stopped in the mud, and they stopped to help push the car out of the mud. And Donald was in the driver's seat, steering, and you know, trying to do his thing from there. When he basically he saw, um, he saw a rope, a knife and gloves, basically a rape or kill kit. Donald was freaked out, and when the car was unstuck, he drove the fuck off, leaving Danny boy behind. He's like, adios, you're a sick fucker, I'm gone. So Donald was caught a few hours later and charged with stealing a car. That That was the story that he gave the cops, and well, the cops did check it out, and sure enough, they found out that the car that he was arrested for stealing belonged to Danny and his father. So at the time, Danny's 43 years old, right, and he's working as a nurse, living with his parents. The task force started to kind of keep an eye on him to see if they can catch him doing anything kind of shady. The cops saw Danny talking to homeless people and drifters, and while that's not a crime, uh, the last two bodies that were found were confirmed drifters. So I'm sure that the cops were saying, "Ah, this uh, this is our guy. This is this is pretty. This is suspicious as fuck." Right. So the cops go, and they put an undercover guy out there and uh, where Danny would normally go and talk to homeless people and things like that. And sure enough, Danny struck up a conversation with him. So it took a couple of days of him chatting before uh, the cop got Danny to trust him. And after he gained his trust, the, cops, the, the cop that's undercover asked Danny to come back to his camp with him. Kind of going, I'm going to lure you in. The What Danny didn't know, though, was that this this camp that this undercover cop is, quote, living in, is surrounded with a SWAT team. Wow. So Danny and the cops sat around, and they talked for a long time. The cop was trying to get Danny to open up a little bit more, maybe say something about the killings or offer to do a photo shoot for money, that type of thing, right? Kind of lure him in. Danny, however, had a feeling that something wasn't right. So he became super nervous, and the cops were left empty-handed since Danny... Didn't do anything wrong, and Danny's like, "I gotta go, I'm out of right. here." So the cops are like, "Fuck, we know this is our guy, motherfucker." So a few months later, there's a cop in Fort Myers, Florida, that recalled the case that was much like Donald Perry's case.
1: <coughs> in Fort, oh Fort Myers, okay. Fort Myers, yeah, yeah.
0: I gotta take a sip of my coffee. Let's no, just...
1: you're fine. I because I was thinking um, back. Remember, because the Gainesville case Mm -hmm. is what I was just thinking of. But you said Fort Myers, so. Right. Yeah.
0: A guy who got away from another guy who tried to kill him during a naked photo shoot. This guy's name is Stanley Bergman. And he was incarcerated all the way in Ohio and had a story to tell the cops after they tracked him down. Stanley's story was much like Donald's, except that he was tied to the tree. Then Danny started to pull the rope around his neck tighter until Danny thought that he was dead. So Danny's like, ha, I killed you. And then he takes off. Doesn't come back. Right. Well, Stanley wasn't dead. He comes to and he managed to free himself and tell his story to the cops. So based on this statement here alone, the cops were able to arrest Danny for attempted murder. Right. So the cops arrested Danny and searched his house in his car and found fibers in his car that matched those of the crime scenes. They also managed a paint chip that was, uh, that belonged to his car that had its paint was chipping. Right. That they found on the body of Richard Montgomery. That's the guy who's rolled up in the carpet padding. The cops built the case and it paid off. Check this out. Now, I like fast juries. This jury deliberated for only 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that's not as quick as the 90 seconds or 45 seconds we've
0: had. Yeah, we've yeah. had some that have been like a minute and some yeah. that have been 45 seconds, which I'm impressed with those. Yeah. Anyway, they come back 20 minutes later and they find uh, old Danny boy, Danny Cohen, guilty of the death of <laughs> Richard Montgomery. And he was sentenced to death. Now, that's the whole story, but I got a side story about my secret lover.
1: Secret lover. Are you talking about?
0: I'm talking about the sexy Jen doll. I'm oh, scared.
1: I thought you were talking about Patrick Kearney, but go ahead. No,
0: no. Uh, Pat, Pat Patrick's a lying, thieving whore, and he won't write <laughs> me back.
1: He's a lying, cheating bastard.
0: I'll forgive him, but <laughs> son of a bitch. About Jen doll, because I'm i trying to figure out more ways to give her shit, because I, I do absolutely dude. adore Jen. Dude, dude. You know what? You pissed
1: her off last week. I'm just saying. Last Monday, she was ready to murder you and Toddly.
0: I know. Dude, on her Facebook account, she posts this. Whoa, old... whoa, 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 What? Okay. She didn't want to murder me. Oh, oh she... yes,
1: she did. Check when you guys start talking me. about her her tummy issues it, and her underwear.
0: Yep, we are talking about those, and then I get messages from her. I'm going to fucking murder you. I feel the love. I feel the love.
1: Yeah, and she posted Scott, it. Scott, someone Scott digging think about it. Think...
0: <laughs> Scott, think about it. Opportunity. make up, sex. That's what I'm thinking. I tell you what. You I... know what? Leave that poor woman
1: alone. She is married, and her husband's going to think this is true.
0: Maybe I want to molest her. Oh, my God. Hey, little Jen. Don't sit on my I definitely want. I,
2: I definitely want to, but uh, let's face it. I'm. I'm very. Uh, my schedule is
0: very full. I mean, it's it's spoken for. So uh, I, I'm going to have to tap out of this one. That is a fact. <laughs> so a funny story about Jen Doll and the Hog Trails. So Jen, her hubby uh, went down to some kind of an oddity shop near the Hog Trails, and this is before she knew it was called the Hog Trail killing. And I can't remember exactly where it was. This is where they met the owner of the store that lived in the back of the shop, and that's where I think he lives. From what I could gather, he was a strange old guy that uh, made a point of showing her get get ready for this. His foot with a missing toe. And then taking him on a tour of his crass, his creepy ass shop.
1: No, no, no. He did not pull yeah. out his shoe and show his, t- his you see, I'm he missing a toe. He did pull his foot out of his shoe and show his toe.
0: Facts. Yeah. Dude,
1: I would have thrown up right there. And Jen Doll doesn't like feet either, so I'm pretty sure she was a little freaked out.
0: I wanna smell her ankles and lick her toes.
1: Oh oh my god, I'm gonna fucking throw up myself. So check this out.
0: This guy went on to talk about his uh, serial killings that happened wow. right where his shop was, or at least, you know, kinda nearby. So Jen at the time couldn't remember the name that was given to those killings until I was talking to her and I mentioned that I'm researching this case right here. And that's when her memory kicked in. And sure enough, it was the hog trail murders. And I'll say this. The pics that she sent me from the shop are creepy as hell. But it isn't as creepy as the owner showing off that fucking foot and the missing toe. Dude,
1: no. That is just terrifying. I mean, seriously,
0: guys. Who the fuck does that? Who, If you're missing any part of your body, <laughs> a finger or toe, who goes, hey, let me show you this missing part. I mean, next season, I had a fucking, I I, I had my gallbladder removed. And, <laughs> Dude, sure. and here's a scar.
1: scar. Dude, my son did that, though. I'll tell you this. My son did that after I had my stomach surgery, right? We were out doing fundraising in our neighborhood because he had fundraising stuff to do. And as we were talking to somebody, he goes, "Yeah, my mom had surgery. Look at her scars." And pulled up my shirt, and that's why I started wearing camis underneath my <laughs> t-shirts because I'm like, "You cannot be showing my scars to people, buddy!" Like literally lifted up my shirt. Yeah, I was like, "No, we can't do this." So he's trying to make money it, off of you. I know, right? At the age of four.
2: Well, I
1: mean,
0: <laughs> you know, it was not, a fundraiser,
1: whatnot. so, you know, there you go. Show Mama Scars, get more money, right? You, you should
0: have given him a, a, a bullhorn, or a megaphone. Come on, come on. See the scarred Sasquatch right here. Only $3 a person. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. You, sir, do you like Sasquatches Come into the Tent of Doom? <laughs> You're so dumb. But, yeah. Go on. Well, I got a question, though, here.
1: I. All I- right.
2: So you've got, you've got creepy dude in the car tying people up and, 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 and fucking them against trees and shit. And murder um, yeah. But then you've got, oh yeah, but then you've got, you know, old
0: man with a creepy foot and the pigs. These are not the same people, I take it, right? No. No, no, not the same people. This dude was just creepy as shit, and she sent me a plethora of pictures from this shop. Like, I don't get creeped out very easily but the pictures alone make me want to go visit this place cuz seriously i got this chill up my spine like oh no i know who killed some of those bodies they found on the hog trails you're looking at him he owns his shop that's what right. he fucking up. this is your guy Cohen's probably sitting there going mm mm-hmm. mhm i remember him i didn't yeah. even have the time to a tree when you come hot. out of
2: when you come out of your when you come out of your house and you look at your pigs and you got to go take care to feed them you find them already eating something especially rolled up in carpet or not. Right. You can't tell me the old man didn't know, did, the, the, the guy didn't realize uh, what was going on. Oh, no, on. no, no. He didn't I mean, own hogs.
0: Like... Cre- creepy guy didn't own hogs. He just lived, like, right at the hog trails.
1: Right. Exactly. And this is
0: like a big wilderness area where, you know, they have a bunch of feral hogs or something like that, and people go and they hunt them. Good okay, hunting, okay. Oh, hey, okay. Hunt- Hunting wild boar is hey, okay, fucking amazing. Are you there? I'm still here. Jamie, does it every Saturday night.
1: I do not hunt wild boar every Saturday night. Yeah, you
0: do on Sandy Boulevard.
1: Fuck off, Scott. And you, Todd,
0: no. You be nice to Todd late. Hey, hey, I
1: am being nice yeah. to my fiance, but no.
0: I'll stand up for him. I'm right here. I got you back, buddy. I got you back. <laughs> I won't let her give you too much shit. Yeah, I had to yeah. tell
1: Cheryl to stay away from my man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you Cheryl sure alone? I, I, I do. I love her. I mean, no, I I love Cheryl the You know, I remember she's uh, pretty rad.
1: Well, she she texted the me. best
0: gift. to gift is a threesome.
1: <laughs> she texted me last night or the and talked to me this morning on my way here, but she actually knows that I'm going in for surgery on Tuesday. So she sent me something to cheer me up. She said we'll be here by Monday. She goes, I had to send it right away. I'm like, okay, what is it? She goes, I can't tell you. So
0: <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl, Cheryl's pretty badass. She was texting me last night. Um, I was in bed and just waiting for my meds to kick in. And fucking, she's, she's a riot, man. She's, yeah. She's a complete riot.
1: She is. She's awesome.
0: Oh, man. Do you guys have anything else we'll you want to add her. to this? She's definitely a keeper, and plus, <laughs> yeah. she's, she's got a badass Rottweiler. She
1: does, she does, and a tattoo of the badass Rottweiler. Oh,
0: Rottweiler! Yeah. Oh, right. Rotties are awesome.
1: Yeah, those oh. are
0: awesome dogs. Yeah. You know, and it's weird because I see. I mean, small they, can, dogs. they can be that, They can be loving as hell. I, yeah. they're not mean.
1: Well, and she helps. She res. She always makes a point of getting a rescue Rottie so that you know they're not yeah. like. At a kill shelter or something Whenever she gets another dog But yeah
0: See small dogs I can walk past them But if I see a Roddy Or especially a pit Because I love pits I so it's going to sound gay as fuck But I'm serious I so want to hug him And give him kisses And tell him that they're pretty puppies uh, Like every time yeah, I turn and, into a five year old kid Go
1: Pu-pee. Yeah and he runs towards them Like an idiot
0: I've, I've learned not to do that. I've scared too many people running. Yeah, he scares yeah. the
1: people, not the puppies. Just saying.
0: The puppies are like, that's a big puppy in a man's suit. And the owners <laughs> are like, this man's going to kill us. No, <laughs> yeah. I just want your puppies. I want to kiss them and love them and tell them that they're pretty. Yeah, totally. But, no.
2: It's, I it's, like my animals. I mean, I understand that pit bulls, rots, uh boxers. And for some yeah. reason, the little damn pugs. They so damn ugly, they cute. Oh
1: my God. I had a long haired pug. He was a pug border terrier mix. He was so adorable. And we named him Mushu because he tried to attack a German shepherd one time when we were walking because he thought the German shepherd was getting too close. And I was like, dude, you are literally small but mighty. So we named him Mushu. <laughs> but he was adorable. I had one called call At You. I had one called At You. Did you really? At You? Like
2: Cause he kept sneezing, yeah, because he, he like he kept like he kept sneezing.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, that is so funny. Yeah, my mom when she was growing up, her my grandpa raised pugs and bred pugs, and so she ador- she loves pug puppies. So yeah.
0: Hey, guys, they're going to cut off our call in a few yeah, minutes. Yeah, we got get going. Minutes. Let me wrap this one up, and then we'll end the episode. Remember, boys and girls, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you get your blogs. <clears throat> Log on to Citizens of Brutal Nation on Facebook. Join the conversation. It's going to become a private group here pretty soon because we well, had submissions. Well,
1: it's going to become, a, yeah, gonna become but, a moderated group. Yeah, yeah.
0: moderated uh, group. But, yeah, join us, man. We're having all kinds of fun over there. Because, you know, everybody picks on me, and I don't know why, because I'm sweet and innocent like a fucking <laughs> angel, just sitting there. I, I,
1: I just choked a little bit on my own spit.
0: Why? I was sitting there minding my own business, reading yeah. my Bible. Yeah. The book of Rithians from the Church of the Mighty Majestic cool. Mountain Cows.
1: Well, hurry up, because i got to tell Todd something before the thing ends. There's okay, uh-uh. this show's copyrighted <laughs> 2023. I'll call, by... I'll call back. Oh, Okay.
0: This show's copyright 2023 by Twisted Blue, LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, they're lying. Thieving thieving bastards. bastards. And we will talk to you guys later on. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.